All right, here we go. Podcasting time. Colin Thomas is here from We Will Fix It and Essential Maintenance Dubai. I'm James Pikeway. We're at the Rove Hotel downtown in the podcast studio. We are going to solve all of your DIY problems. Oh, I thought we were going for marital <laughs> yeah. this week. Well, it's look, we've been sitting here for 14 minutes. I know. <laughs> but it, that was the nicest non-intro <laughs> intro that we've had in a long time, a proper catch-up. Yeah. It has been, yeah. what, four... I know it isn't in podcast land, but it's no, been, it, what, has it been four weeks, or was it three? Three, three. three. It's felt longer yeah, that we haven't podcasted, so it was lovely to have a good catch-up. So, so the reality is, though, I don't feel like we haven't been catching up because I've just dropped a whole session of our conversations. Oh, of course, so you have to listen to me so anyway. I've been listening to us speak for, you know, there's the long podcast, there's the podcast shorts. Yeah. So it, it's like we have not been apart. Well, talking <laughs> talking of that, uh, I would like to congratulate our YouTube viewers on the basis that they get to see the incredible <laughs> shirt that you're wearing that I absolutely adore. We now, we part of our 14-minute conversation was about the uh, the history of that shirt. So yeah, you should you should tell people I about mean, this. Is, this is a classic Hawaiian from Hawaii bought in a used clothing store and uh, the pedigree is about 45 years old. Yeah, but the fact is it looks, <laughs> it looks brand, brand new, new yeah. and it is ridiculously tasteful. It, it people, is people who don't have the visual will yeah. be thinking yeah. right oh, now, yeah. oh my god, what is he wearing? Yeah, but it isn't it's stunning. Fuchsia and yeah. flowers and it is fine man-made material. So why I love this material. I mean, if yeah. I have the opportunity to buy, this is the material I want. Even when I buy get shirts made here, if I can get these fine man-made materials, because it does get warm, it does get humid here. With this shirt on, yes, you're like a shake and bake. Does shake and bake uh, work for you? Do you know what shake and bake I chicken know what is? Shake and bake, yeah. So shake and bake chicken, you basically are a shake and bake chicken because you can sweat, but the shirt always looks perfect. Oh, that's interesting because this is a wick away. Ah, yes. And I absolutely yeah. love them. I was very dubious when we started yeah, yeah, yeah. with them, um, but the they work so well for exactly that reason. Um, and all of our boys now are like, don't ever change don't our shirts. Change shirts. Yeah. The and there's so many people that have got these lovely, you know, these yeah. days you can get all the printing on the yes. shirts rather than stitching. Yeah. Well, that absolutely destroys it. And oh. now we have those boys in the industry. <laughs> Who is it that you're using? <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. No, the purchasing team's out today. I won't be able to get you that information. What about tomorrow? Mm, I'm off. Yeah, it's one of those. But it is. It's an absolute stunning. You always have stunning shirts, and I absolutely adore Thank them. You. But that is probably my favorite yet, which is saying something after all these years. Yesterday, I got a, I got a great one for you. Yesterday, mm. I'm sitting at home. I'm sitting on the sofa. It's, it's in the morning. It's like, you know, 6.30. And the wife goes down to put a load of laundry in. Outside, our, our laundry room is outside. She walks out outside. Oh, no, I hear. And I'm going, what's going on? Oh, no. And so it's like, oh, no. What is it? Come and see. Ceiling tile full of water has collapsed on to the washing machine. Lovely. And it's like, oh, you've got to be joking. What could it? And I'm looking, I'm going, I've never had that ceiling tile, that area, have an issue in 22 years of living where I live. Hmm. So I get up the stool and I, you know, obviously there's a big hole there now and I'm going, there's no water leaking anywhere. And I'm like, oh, look at that. That's, it's right at the exact spot where the roof fan for the air conditioner is sitting. And there's a corner part, because you know they're a box. Yes, and there's a corner piece that is right over this ceiling tile, only this ceiling tile. Yeah. And clearly, I mean, the, the air conditioner was off, but it had been on. The, ah. And I'm looking and I can see 
the residue of water on the mm. corner, which means it's freezing up. Yeah. And I went, oh, yeah. So, indoor units freezing. So, we're talking about an evaporator coil freezing yeah. here. So, technically speaking, it happens due to one of two reasons on the whole, which is, first of all, low pressure. Isn't that an odd one? Yeah. It becomes an ice cube due to the pressure being too low. Uh, and in that situation, the only thing that you can do is turn the unit off, and you are going to have an enormous shower that's happening. Uh, second one is if the coil is dirty, so the air can't get through it, so it basically hits the coil, and instead of going through it, it kind of uh, circulates a, a yeah. around in front of the coil, and all of the water vapor is on the cold coil, which then creates absolutely loads of water and yeah. ice because it can't get through. So those are your two normal ones, or it could just be that you've got a bit of a blocked waste pipe. So I'm, I'm thinking that it's possibly a blocked waste pipe. Oh, fourth one, because of this oh. time of year. So we are now in, oh, well, oh. now early November, but yeah. at the time when this happened, late October. This has not been a particularly bad season for condensation and right. um, uh, for that kind of thing. But it could be, just because it's this time of year, also happens at the start of the season. So normally, you know, March, yeah, yeah. early March, uh, but actually last year it was as late as May. But um, in those situations as well, where you've got high humidity, mm. uh, again, that can cause the condensation. There's nothing yeah. you can do about that. Yeah, no, I don't think it's that one. Okay. It, it was just way too much water. Like, it is, it's soaked through two tiles, because I had an, I have a spare. So I took the, the one that broke, I put another one up, and said, let's yep. see. Let's see what's going on. And mm. it got wet. So uh, the guys are coming. They're coming tomorrow. Okay. I said, okay. Coil clean, yeah. almost certainly. I, or uh, the pressure check, normally both. Yeah, so they'll... There yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, They're not yeah. too bad, your AC boys, are they? Yeah, they, they do the job. And, you know, they, mm. they, I mean, I sit there and watch them. So I see when they do and they bring out all the equipment and they put stuff in. They, they seem to follow the routine. And they cool. use Dettol as well when they're cleaning Good. stuff. Good. So, yeah, another <laughs> Dettol uh, discussion, shall we say. So this is going back. If you've listened to podcasts here, of course you've listened to podcasts. And, oh, oh a big shout out to Dr. Kathy Strong in New Zealand. Hello, Dr. Kathy Strong in New Zealand. Our number one fan, according to Spotify, in New Zealand. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I remember that message. <laughs> Lovely, isn't it? It is. And she said uh, she's she's learned a whole bunch from our podcasts. So, yeah. So wonderful, too. It, it's lovely when you actually get a bit of feedback like that. Yeah. Do send it on through. What's our email address these days, James? You know what? If you just send it to podaholics, well, that's with a K, at gmail.com. It'll Perfect. arrive to us very nicely. And the people can do reviews off the um, the wherever they find our podcast as well. So absolutely. If you're where whatever platform you're listening on, you can review that way. Spotify uh, allows you to do that. Uh, you know, drop us a line. Let us know. Google mm. Podcasts. We're on all of them. So yeah. however you're listening. That's good. Let us know. So in that situation, oddly enough, um, we are actually starting off our first topic which is the concept of flow. Yes. Which is something that I've used since day dot, uh, literally day dot, because um, as I've told you many a time, when we started in 2008, whilst I had a, a basic DIY background, I was not the Svengali of everything maintenance <laughs> that I needed to be. So I spent the first six months just going job to job on every single job and really getting on the nerves of our technicians, asking them every single question and absorbing it. So I got to the stage very quickly where anything that came through the phones, I could deal with to be able to give them a rough outline of a diagnosis, a very sensible discussion in terms of how long it would take probably for us to fix it, and just to provide that knowledgeable 
face that's, to it. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, I'm, I grafted. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of hard work, I've got to say. But you know what? It was my business, and along okay. with Dan. So yeah. um, uh, he was doing all of the purchasing and all of the the graft stuff, that side of things. And for me, I was I was the consumer-focused one and um, I'm working on the technical side as well. So the concept of flow. Now, do you remember, in fact, I'm sure you've seen on the internet that um, when you're on Facebook and whatever, you get those little adverts for... Yes. Um, the puzzle games where you've yes. got to work out point A to point or all the different options of where the water would go. Okay. So this is, we're talking water leak stuff. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, uh, be, uh, it could be pressurized water, but okay. also the concept of flow applies just as, as effectively to electricity as it okay. does to water. So it's real problem solving here. Yeah. It's literally that problem solving. And again, for, for people out there who are trying to work out a little bit more and work out, you know, is my maintenance company um, uh, going to get the hang of this? Yeah. And also, what extra information can I give them so that they're quicker and they don't charge me additional money on which, labor? Which, you know, this is, this is a great point of departure, but this is a, you know, this sort of tip is the better that you can explain and talk through what you're seeing when you're calling your company who's doing your maintenance. And if you've, as we're going to talk about flow, if you've gone through a process of looking at the flow and you can say, yep. hey, I know this is happening and this is happening. This is where I have, they can go, ah. You've absolutely hit the nail on the head there. What you're seeing. Yes, right? seeing the, is the really important. worst scenario is somebody who says, don't worry, I know exactly what this is. Oh, uh, yeah. Because then, A, we've got nothing to back that up. And secondly, um, without meaning any offense, if after, <laughs> what, the 14 years of my experience, I can't give a 100% diagnosis, then neither can you. Yeah. So give us the information about what you see in as much detail as you possibly can. And then we will be able to relay that to the technicians so that, that way they come prepared as much as possible uh, to be able to fix it in one hit. Which is important. It's really important. Okay. Yeah. So. so concept of flow. So in this situation, you would be, so where you would normally use it would be either leaks, which is a good one. Yeah. So I've got a leak in, in a particular location. And you know, sometimes because you've got, as I was talking about with a ceiling tile, the ceiling yeah. tile is totally saturated and it's collapsed so there's a big gaping hole now and i'm kind of going so you're working your way backwards on yeah from that location you're working your way back well that's the concept of flow which is where did it come from to get Mm. to here Mm. and it doesn't matter whether it's water or electricity that's key the first thing i did is i checked the other tiles and i see okay are the other ones wet and i noticed no they're not wet so it's like okay well it's coming then from directly above yeah so then i looked at the piping because I can see the piping and I'm looking exactly. And, and exactly as you suggest, I'm looking, I get my flashlight out. Fortunately, everyone's got a phone these days. All phones have flashlights on it. You don't have to go struggling to find one. Yeah. Flashlight up and I'm looking for condensation on the piping. Yes. I see none. So that's when I, I'm, I'm following the route. I'm going, okay, well, what else could it be? That's exactly it. But if you imagine every single element of what we do, involves the concept of flow. Mm. So when we have a, um, a plumbing failure, I've got no water at point A. Okay, let's work our way through that system to work out where that issue could be. Yeah. So, for instance, there's nothing, the normal one, there's no water coming out of the tap. Okay. I've <laughs> been is, there. Been there. <laughs> so then we'll start at the very beginning. Yeah. So which is the pump? Is the pump operating? If the pump is operating and I can see on the dial that there is pressure, Everything before that pump, we know the flow is coming through. Yeah. So therefore, foot valve is okay. Suction line is okay all the way to the pump. 
Then from the pump, I will then go, okay, what is the first room that this goes into? Do I have water here or do I not? I've got a point A and a point B. The flow between point A and point B. And what we're trying to do the whole time is to get the, the, the distance between point yeah. A and point B smaller and smaller so that we're narrowing down the possibilities of what's going on. Now, you apply that to electrics. My light is I, I want to go back to the water one for just a second. Okay. I had this happen to me the other day. Did the flow. Yeah. Turn on the sink. Very little trickle of water. And I'm going, oh, you've got to be joking. Yes. So I did. I went and checked the pump. Oh, no, pump's working. I check, you know, I checked the valve coming out. No, no, everything's flowing. Right. Got, got it into the room. And so I'm back in the room and I'm, I'm tapping. It's like, oh, it's still not flowing. And I flush the toilet. Full flow. Like it's working. I open up the valve. Everything's working. Mm. Get out the pliers because I remember the last time Some the weevil filter. Fixed. Yeah, I, I did. Take so off. there's an extra little test that I would do at oh, that position, oh, okay. which, um, I mean, you got to the, the correct end conclusion. Yeah. But therefore, I would then go hot and cold. Ah, yes. Because what that will do is isolate, do I have a supply right. issue on ah, one side yeah. or the other, rather than the sand filter. Right. The sand filter is a no-brainer, though. It is. And I, you know, and, and I only did that because the last time the sink wasn't working very well, your boys were in changing a valve on the wall. Mm. And I said, by the way, the sink tap's really not working. The guy gets, takes out the sand filter. He says, here's your problem. Yeah, absolutely. He says, this is full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I said, well, and that was the old tank on the roof. Which, yes. Oh, we fixed because it had a leak again. You fixed or you replaced? No, no. So the tank got replaced. Yay! But there was then a problem. The next day. That I'm, happens. I'm going, oh, you got to be joking. So I go up there and I'm looking and I'm going, I, I think the tank's cracked. I think, I, and, uh, you know, instantly I go to worst case scenario. Yes. You guys dropped this thing, didn't you? How <laughs> dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I say to the guys, okay, guys, it, where the water is coming from, the, where it looks like it's coming from is under the tank. Yeah. Okay. Which we, yeah. And, I, and I went, I think you dropped this thing. Mm. I mean, I didn't say this to them, but I'm just saying in my mind. I, Oddly living, enough, even if you drop those things, as long as it's not from a ridiculously high height, they will survive. Yeah. So it turns out that was not the issue. No. The guys came and it was filling too high. So it was just coming out there. So they fixed that, and uh, everything's beautiful now. <laughs> Good. That's very nice to hear. Yeah, that is quite a standard scenario. But actually, the more likely scenario is because they would have to um, put a whole bunch of plumbing fittings back in and yeah. use Teflon tape. Yeah. The one that is just really infuriating is once you've put the Teflon tape in, it kind of finds its position, and it kind of settles in. Yeah. But it... it it gets thinner rather than thicker whilst doing that. Yeah. Which means that uh, you've got one of two scenarios. Either if you pack it so that, that you're planning for that, there's every chance yeah. that you're going to crack the fitting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you won't necessarily know that until the pressure's gone into exactly. it and a day or two later. So come back to shed loads of water going in all directions. Or um, the other one is just, okay, well, I, I've got the, the right amount for this, hopefully. And it just, it leaks through the Teflon tape as well. So it, and it's such a nightmare because the customer, it looks to a customer like it's incompetence. Yeah. But, but if you imagine the margins that you're dealing with, and then also on a, a lot of plumbing, uh, plumbing jobs, you've probably got six fittings that yeah. are involved with this. Yeah. So your chances are pretty high that it's going to slacken off at some point. They replaced a whole bunch of piping on the roof too. Yeah. Because they, I mean, well, they were just looking at it and they're going, like, this is, this is just not good. Like it, I'm glad that they did that. I was I was surprised actually myself. Yeah. I was really I was like, okay, you guys have upped your game because yeah. usually I have to recommend stuff, but you know the plumbing dude took one look and he said, no, we got to we got to do a whole bunch of stuff here. Good. Well, this is one of the the negatives about PVC. So PVC, uh, there are two different colors of it. You've got light gray, dark gray. Yeah. Dark gray is high pressure. Light gray is low pressure. So waste, for instance, out of a sink would normally be in light gray. If you're doing a water supply coming from a pump, normally dark gray. Mm. Now, the benefits of PVC are it is cheap, 
and easy to use. So to connect it, yeah. you've got nice, easy cement. It's 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 fine. Um, the negatives are it is not good with UV. So therefore, right. normally you would get three to four years, maybe a little bit more out of it, but not that much more than that mm. on the whole before it goes brittle. And then you start to get these kind of waves in it. And if you see a wave, immediately <laughs> get that replaced because it's about to blow. Yeah. When I say it might be a couple of months, but more than that. Now, what we tend to do now is, um, unless we're on a tight job for whatever reason, and we tend to use PPR. Right. Now, PPR are those green pipes that you see. Now, it's much thicker, first of all, and also, you can bend it. You can do it with a length that's kind of two meters long. You can do a U-bend with that, like a full U-bend, and, and it won't break. Yeah. You know, we, we used to do um, uh, sword fighting with, uh, <laughs> with PPR to prove the point to people that you just can't kill it. But it, A, it's a lot more expensive. And secondly, to join it, you have to plastic weld it using a special machine. Yeah. So it requires somebody who knows what they're doing. And we actually have a whole load of those plastic, um, plastic welding machines. Um, but... Once it's done, it ain't going anywhere. Yeah. It can look totally white on top of a roof from UV, and the thickness of it and the quality of the materials means it's absolutely fine one millimeter below that. So it's basically a, a, a fit and forget type scenario. Nice. Very, very rare. You need to replace it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, do we want to get back to flow? Oh, go on. Well, that's kind of flow. <laughs> yeah. That's not as much of a, 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 yeah. a tangent as normal. So we were then talking about um, electricity. Like, and electricity oh, flow. this is a big one. Yeah, it is. So again, we must stress that when it comes to electrics, under no circumstances, unless you are fully confident and competent, very important difference there. Confident and competent. Competence, yes. The two um, C's. Yeah. Uh, then don't start touching your electrics. I, you know, I'm, I'm fairly confident, not so sure I'm competent. I, electricity terrifies me just because I've gotten a little bit of a jolt in my life, you know, accidentally. And I, I don't want to get that jolt again. <laughs> I must admit, I had one nightmare job in the really early days where earlier on in the job, I mean, we were talking within the first six months um, where we were still very much in that learning period where I had an electrician who uh, the last straw happened with. And um, so I had to get him off site there and then. And I was left with some exterior lighting that still had to be finished that day for the photography studio that we were working at. And the only option was me, and I was <laughs> confident and not competent. And I knocked myself across the room three times in an hour. Yeah. And the level of stupidity to actually do that was uh, was something that I, I really learned from. Yeah. And you learn from your mistakes, don't you? So I'd never do that three again. Three times, though. <laughs> well, I was so... I mean, it gives you an idea, A, of youth, stupidity, and determination, because yeah. this guy wasn't paying until I got these lights going. Yeah. Uh, we'd renovated his whole place, yeah. actually. So, um, so yeah, knocked myself across the room three times, kept going back to it because I had to get it done. And um, since then, I haven't touched any more electric. See, electricity scares me. So, I, mm. you know, even the simplest things, I'll call in someone. Well, interestingly enough, I, I do enjoy it. So I will yeah. lay out now. I mean, I laid out the, um, the electrics for the old garden. But in terms of termination, there's no way. My boys will do that for yeah. me and, um, and, and we'll go from there. And I fully understand the theory all behind the electrics. Yeah. But... I'm not an electrician, and that's the truth of the matter. So, in terms of flow and how we'd use it for um, for electrical elements, you would then work out, okay, so the, the I know I've got a light bulb that's not working. So, is it at the switch? Is it at the fuse? So, let's start off at the distribution board, which is where it starts. Has the circuit tripped? If the circuit is tripped, these days, 
with breakers, they have a very good safety system on them. Yeah. So you can try and put it back and see if it immediately flips back down again. If it does, there's a short on the circuit, call a professional. And you can tell them there is a situation where my breaker has tripped and it will not reset. Yeah. Knowledge is there. We love that job because it means that we can test against it. Yeah. So therefore, we can uh, we uh, we can try and f- do a first fix. We then try and flip that breaker again. If the breaker stays on, the light stays on. We know we're good. If it trips back off again, we know it wasn't that particular thing that didn't look too great. Because sometimes electrics here don't look too great <laughs> when you look at them closely. Yeah. And it can be more than one thing that's actually the critical factor that we're there. And away we go again. And again, my boys will be working down that flow from the distribution board to that light in between the switch to see whether uh, whether we've got an issue there. Or if there's a wiring problem that's just on the on the main run, which is, is much more rare. I'm always I'm always taken aback by switches over time. They 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 can just go. They yes. can which for whatever reason in my mind, you gotta switch, it should go forever. But yes. they don't. They well, don't. Well, yes and no. So first of all, you start off with the quality of the switch. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, um quality doesn't come from price necessarily. Quality mm. comes from brand and good manufacturer so here uh, generally speaking i would work with only three or four brands um, mm. so we have schneider who is uh, their, one of their other brands is Clipsal. we've got abb which are a great outfit as well uh, we have got mk which is another great outfit and i'll also work with bk as well which is a, a british outfit one of the newer yeah. bh sorry um, which is one of the new ones. There aren't very... Oh, and PDL. I'll work with them as well. But the problem that we have All with the general public... N- n- obviously, <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm going. The problem that we have with the general public is they don't know or really care about uh, a quality issue. It's all about the visual. Yeah. And in that situation, oh, I was in Dragon Mart. Aren't these really great-looking sockets? Yeah, they do. They look great. <laughs> I'm never fitting them. I will not fit these for you because we have the ability with electrics to burn down somebody's property with all yeah. the family inside it. Yeah. And yes, has it ever happened? Well, actually, in Dubai it has. And um, I remember going along, and this is now three or four years ago, going along Beach Road and seeing two burnouts in the space of a kilometre that were reported in those days, actually, so it's longer than that, on, in seven days as being electrical fires. Um, so two within a kilometre that was, and I'm sure these days, now we don't have seven days anymore, uh, there's a lot more that go unreported. But that's the actual reality in terms of if you have a maintenance company there, if they don't do the right thing rather than what you ask them to do, then there is every chance that they can burn down your home. Mm. So that concept of flow and working out what's, uh, what's going yeah. on is a really important And one. get the quality of your switches and things and... No I got to I got to say that the guys around the corner from me, the little hardware store, I've gone in and he said, "Look, we got we got two. We got the we got this one. It's very inexpensive. We got this one that's that's more expensive." And they just looked at me and said, "Get the more expensive. It's just the better product." Yeah. Oh, it, it's a no brainer, and yeah. it's amazing how the shops will tell you that. Yeah. Um, you know, these, they sell them both because people want the cheaper one, but he's going, "Don't buy the cheaper one." Yeah. I mean, now uh, the suppliers that we use know if any of my boys walk in under no circumstances to give them anything that is remotely substandard, even though it's much cheaper, because I will immediately blacklist them as a supplier. <laughs> there so, you go. And, and I've gone in personally to tell them all directly, if you give us anything substandard, I will immediately curtail you. And if you imagine these days, we, we spend quite a lot of money with these suppliers, so yeah. they just know not to ever do that to us. 
is the pandemic over? You guys are on the. You guys have got your boots on the ground. You're in yeah. homes. You're in places. Well, I've got to what? say, as the summer has gone on, yeah. it's got better and better. I, I got to say, first time that we've come in here, both of us have come into the studio. I, you got a mask somewhere with you? Because no. usually you've got a double mask on. Yeah, I normally... I, and I, I usually have my mask out, and I, I walked in today to the podcast studio, no mask. Yeah, yeah, it me felt too. Re- it felt really weird. I'm still it's using like having one. no underpants on. Yeah, <laughs> we still use one in customers' homes. We're still yeah. wearing them. Okay. And also in our team meeting once a week where we're all together in one room. Okay. Again, the mask is staying on. I wear my mask at, 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 my, on my cl- at my classes at mm. university. I'm probably the only one in the class who's got a mask on. Yeah. I teach with a mask on. Yeah, uh, and I, I understand that. It's uh, it's sensible. Oddly enough, my dad caught COVID on his way back on the flight. Get out of here. Uh, from Dubai back to the UK. Yeah. Uh, so um, it, it's still around. Oh, That's absolutely. the reality of it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and they also say that it's going to be worse in terms of um, uh, the flu and the various other things this year, don't they? So we've yes. got that to look forward to. Yeah. And I think I'm noticing it just anecdotally in workplaces with the number of people off sick. Yeah. I mean, we're higher than normal. Without a doubt. And it's, and it's, you know, it's not cold. It's just cold and flu. And I think the nice thing, this is, I think, a positive byproduct of having gone through the pandemic. And yes, it's still, there. There we're still at the tail end of it. Yeah. It might never go away. Uh, people, when they get sick, tend to take a few days off. Yes. Yeah, and, that's true. And I, I, no longer do I have people, I might have COVID. And, and I, even, I've got an anecdotally have a friend who was just, he, he you know, a guy I work with, and he said he was so sick. He went to the doctor. And he said, "I'm worried I've got COVID." And the guy looked at him. He said, "You're too sick to have COVID." Yeah. He said, "He said, given the the COVID that we're seeing, especially in people your yeah. age and all the symptoms you've got, you've got the flu." He said, "We buy it, we buy lateral flows twenty at a time, yeah. and if anybody in our office is under the weather for whatever reason, lateral flow immediately." Mm. And for us, I mean, we haven't had anyone that's been positive in a long, long time, yeah. and so. For us, though, it is a really great first yeah. defense yeah. To, um, behind um, doing anything else because they tend to be the lateral flows. When they fail, they fail positive, which yeah. is a really good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. So then immediately at that, at that point, you can send them for a PCR to verify, and yeah. away we go. But um, no, it has been a very long time. Touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Touch wood. Um, so is, that, is that melamine? It's melamine. Wood? Yeah, oh, there's, there's wood in it. There's wood in there yeah, somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and, and, pushing uh, hard. Curiously, in Italy, it's touch metal. Really? Yes. That sounds like you get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Mind well, you, the Italians. Italian yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, so the question yeah. was, the pandemic, is it yeah. over? I've got to say, things are getting better and better right now. Okay. It has been a rubbish year in most respects, but the tail end of the is summer season... rubbish in the sense that people have needed repairs, they've needed stuff, and they've just been putting it off? Yeah, anything yeah. anything more than absolute necessity. They just sort of and, um, and because people are not confident or haven't been confident, they're still going to have a job in six months. And I well, totally is, get it. This is the other side, right? So COVID, you know, the pandemic seems to have, you know, been trickling down. And, and I look at the numbers even out of the U.S. Yeah. They're, you know, 39. I think the other day in the New York Times, it was 38,000 reported cases. Yep. And it did, which... You know, it sounds like a lot. It is a lot, but it's down about 20% from what they've been experiencing. So this is pretty good. But now we've got recession talk everywhere. Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, we'll, we'll <laughs> wait and see. But for us, it's, um, it's been, it is, it's getting stronger and stronger. Oh, that's good. Which is good. Yeah. And boy, did we need it. Uh, also, we've got so many positives happening internally in terms of the, uh, 
the training processes with okay. our own stock. We, as You've you had well a big know, turnover as well. We had a big turnover. Which, isn't, which is unusual for you guys because usually it's... There's been virtually nothing in five years. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're, I'm not going to go into too much detail on that one, but I'm yeah. glad to say the reasons for it are almost eradicated, which is <laughs> okay, good. Great. They weren't internal. Yeah. So, um, But we've just got such a fantastic buzz around the office now. Nice. You know, our, our team meetings are our celebrations. Oh, good. And, um, you know, luckily our customers are responding. All the Google reviews are flying in and we're, we're moving up, up, up again, which is wonderful from that side of things. More work to do in the office. Again, quite a new team in the office also. So it's a lot of training. A, yeah, well, we've got some, some unbelievable training work that's going on at the moment with those guys. But we just feel as though, you know, we're tail up and, and going in the right direction now, which I've got to say, um, until probably... Even the end of Q2 this year, it's been it's been battling in the mire. But it does feel mm. so we're, we're, we're coming out of that now. Oh, this is good. Yeah, it is. But I, I'm getting the same thing from lots of my friends in different businesses. There's a group, probably about 15 of us, that all have our own businesses and have been friends for a very long time. So we can actually have a very honest conversation with yeah. one another. Yeah. And it's useful when, um, and we mimic, like, um, as you well know, Rick at MacPack is a good friend of mine. Yep. And our business the moving is, guys. Yeah. The moving guy. Yeah, our business, you'd expect there to be a link, but the correlation is ridiculous. You know, yeah. if they have a quiet week, it's highly likely that we're having a quiet week as well. Okay. And um, that correlation is, is phenomenal. And um, it, it, it's kind of heartening as well, because then you know, okay, so it's not an internal issue with us. There's something macro going on that's, that's happening with people. Yeah. We're seeing quite a lot of um, uh, week two and week three re- um, doing less than week one and week four. Oh. Which is due to salaries. Salary oh, arrives, and yes. people go, "Ah, I've got, I've finally got the money available to be able to do whatever it was I needed to do." And then that kind of blends as all the money gets drained out from the accounts uh, week two and week three. And then week four, you get people go, "Oh, I wasn't expecting to have money left over this month. I do, so I'll book some maintenance in." So it's fascinating the way yeah. that, that that the ebbs and flows of um, of our business are. But um, but no, overall, I am not complaining in the slightest well, that's right great. now. Which means, as people are looking at their salaries, they're looking at, "Hey, you know, things are looking okay. Winter's coming. Yeah, what kind of things do we need to plan for?" Do you know the one the one that uh, I think I mentioned each year and <laughs> it, it's still it's still one of those where i know where um, you're going i know where you're going yeah and that is the reverse of the market so when um, when it cools down there is less demand for ac services yeah so at that point companies like ourselves are going right i need to do what i can to get some ac service work through the doors because i've still got the same employees i'm not gonna make yeah. those guys redundant so therefore we offer discounts yeah. so if you can do the opposite of what everybody else is doing, yep. um, then you will save a lot of money without a doubt. And this goes back to cars as well. Glenn says the same thing. He yeah. says, look, you know, the, the price, of, if you're going to have to do any uh, gas refilling on your AC, if you're going to have to do any work, as you said, That's you, massive. Can, you, can, you can get it like 25% discount on work. You can, the, the gas yep. is, the price goes way down again yes, it because does. there's not demand. Mm. I mean, this is the time to start getting, I mean, I, I get my, AC service three times a year. Well, you know, lots of people will stick to two times a year, and there's, there's positives yeah. and negatives to doing that. But if you schedule for early season, so yeah. February at the absolute latest, yeah. and October, November, you've got it covered. 
Well, and, and while I do have the guys coming because I have this one issue, this was the time anyway that I would have been calling them. To, yeah. So they're going to come and they're going to sort this and they're doing a service around the house. They're going to yes. take a look. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And they're going to be there all day. Yeah. <laughs> we also, as you well, well know, we've just launched this new um, replacement of AC's business. Right. How's that going? Really? Well, we only launched it actually two days ago. <laughs> and we've already got a huge amount through the doors. You were talking to... about that. You were kind of trialing it out last yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Spoke. Well, we've gone live with it, and okay. um, and it's phenomenal. You know, 11, 11 ACs on a property for the first job is quite something. Yeah. And um, the communication about the difference between these new style inverters and the conventional units, and the pros and cons. People just get told the pros of um, yeah. of uh, the new inverters, which is twenty to thirty percent saving yeah. on power. Which sounds like wow, that's such a headline. But then the fact that the spare parts on these units are so much more expensive, the supply isn't there as right. well. And also, yeah. you don't get to buy just the little part; you have to buy the big part that includes the little part. Yeah, which means <laughs> that actually your long-term costs are quite significant. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean don't go for that. It means that you should have a supplier that informs you effectively mm. about the pros and cons so you can make the right decision for you. Yeah. And uh, luckily, the, the communication seems to be working in that regard. Oh, nice. And um, so I'm really, really happy about that. Fascinating to be doing. What, what other things do you guys recommend for winter for, you know, as we're getting to cooler months? I mean, here, here I mean, and it's kind of irony because people say to me, what's the winter like in Dubai if they're coming from Canada? And, you know, my mother already had uh, the week before Halloween, 45 centimeters of snow in Moose Jaw. Gee whiz. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and then okay. she said, oh, it's going to go up to seven. It's going to melt. I'm going, 45 centimeters of snow is going to all melt. Yeah. It's like, on what planet? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, See, the, the interesting job for me at the moment is preventative stuff, which okay. is we haven't had much rain recently. I'm, I am absolutely worried about that. And I yeah. don't, I'm not worried because it's going to rain because rain is great. But there are so many things that, you know, we didn't we didn't get much rain last year. So yeah. there's so many things that have degraded. Yep. And when we get hit by a good rain, it's gonna be there's gonna be some problems. And I'm talking about some outdoor light fixtures, possibly yep. sill things, exposed electrical wires that weren't not weren't exposed but now are, and and mm. the list goes on and on and on. Well, we got our windows cleaned um, last week, and uh, I was amazed. We had no leaks. We had absolutely ah. zero. Which is lovely to know because I'm expecting torrential rain this year. And it may well be, I think it may, may well be late, January, February, but maybe we've got the be, cloud seeding boys that are going to be involved I think again. it's going to be one of those years. We're going to get a I serious, because we had some rain, you know, four years ago, five years ago. We had, yeah, that was huge. Like you was, remember when Charge was underwater for yeah. two, three weeks. Two weeks, yeah. yeah it was nuts, wasn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, so I'm thinking there's every chance that it could well be that. But for most people that don't own a maintenance company, <laughs> were you to clean your windows, I think you might find that you're going to get some significant leaking. Well, that's fine when it's clean the windows and you've got a little pool there because they haven't yeah. used all that much water. When you've got three days solid yeah. of, um, of rain, that's yeah. a whole different world of pain. Yeah. And also electrics, that's the other thing. I yeah. mean, uh, we had a property. Do you remember the, uh, my property before this one? We must have rewired. We knew that it was coming from a particular AC. Again, the concept of flow. However, didn't matter what we did to it. We did everything to that unit. We raised it. We, we rewired the whole thing. Never got to the bottom of that one unit. And that's about the only one <laughs> in the history of We Will Fix It that we've ever not been able really? to solve at my property. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, again, knowing how what condition your electrics are in is a, is yeah. a very sensible scenario to be it's in. It's just doing that walk around. I mean, yeah, it's, it is. 
you know, and it's it's sometimes we're a little bit loosey goosey here because you know run a few extension cords and things because it doesn't tend to rain, so it's it's yeah. pretty easy. But when the rain comes, it rains. One of the positive things in that regard, though, is um, we we have the British standard, and mm. I know I'm British, and therefore I bang on about this, but no, it is actually the best um, in terms of the uh, the breakers and the systems that we mm. have for electrics here. They are the best in the world, without a doubt. We we have earth wires yeah. for a very good reason. If you're not using them because you're using adapters, then more, more full U. That's a permanently live U, yeah. which is, again, what's used in Northern America, which is, in my opinion, dangerous. Yeah. But, um, but there we go. We have a fantastic system here. So it's not something that people need to be hugely worried mm. about uh, because there is every chance, unless there is a, a defect within your breakers, which is unusual, yeah. it will uh, break when required. However, the inconvenience of not having any electric in your home is quite something. And if yeah. you imagine the time when that hits, we will be inundated. We'll yeah. be absolutely flat out. And yeah. also for our business, we have our essential maintenance customers who are our annual customers who get priority mm. in this situation. So we will throw all of our resource to those people who have committed to us for a year. So therefore, we then yeah. book on a first-come, first-served basis for any spare availability that we have. And luckily, I've got some really good electricians. And we, we can normally get over that hump within a day or two. But a day or two? Yeah, it's a long time. So therefore, people then think about going elsewhere. Totally get it. However, anybody that has got space in that situation, <laughs> you do not want inside your house. Yeah, That's the reality of it. Yeah. And um, so trying to get a decent electrician at, at moments like mm. that is is where the problems occur. Also, so think ahead. Yeah, also a good time to be thinking about locks, doors, painting. Yeah, absolutely. Fits, fits of, I mean, we talked about the fits of windows. I think just you know, door ceilings. This is great yep. weather because it's not, it's not oppressively warm. It's not oppressively yeah. humid. So you can get people in who can who can invest a little bit of time and do just these little things. We currently have 10 DIY teams booked solidly three days ahead. So that would be uh, about 100 jobs ahead on um, on DIY. When you started, you didn't have these DIY teams. Uh, no, we had one. One. One DIY team and yeah. about two or three AC guys. And uh, yeah, now they're they're a team of ten, well, ten teams, so twenty yeah. staff that just do um, DIY. And that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of folks. Yeah, it is. Well, we've trained every single one of them. My head yeah. of um, DIY, who is the most skilled guy you'll ever meet, um, joined us as a as a driver back in two thousand and eight. We spoke about this. Yeah, yeah, and he's absolutely incredible. Oh, you know what it's time to do now? You know what it's time to do now? Because you're not using them yet. Screens! Screens! Ah, that is a really good one, yes. <laughs> it's screen time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and those don't are... be fooled. I'm, I'm, I'm butting in here. But do, do not be fooled. And you go to Ace or you go to SpeedX, go to your hardware store, and you say, oh, they sell the screen material. They sell the... It's easy. And you get the roller. And they're going to tell you. You're going to watch it on YouTube. It's, it's simple. No, it is not. It's definitely not. And I've tried it. I've tried it, and, and, and I've not. failed. Yeah. So there's two things to it. So first of all, um, when you go to Ace Hardware, you'll see there's two different types that are available. Yeah. You've got the silver aluminium, and yeah. then uh, you've got the black nylon. Yeah. Silver aluminium's cheaper. Yeah, like yeah. silver aluminium. Yeah. And then when you go to try and put it in, you'll stretch it, yeah. and it will never look right. Never. If you manage to get it incorrectly for some ridiculous reason... The first time that somebody accidentally touches it or walks through it, you'll stretch it, and that's the end of that. So you only ever go black nylon. That's the first thing. Secondly, if you are Joe Public, 
one of the big problems with it is um, you, there are a, a whole bunch of different sizes <laughs> of the cord that you use to hold it in. Yeah, and you and don't can, have all the cords. No, absolutely not. You won't so, have the right one. I, mean, I didn't. No, we, we, we keep about 200 meters of each one in every yeah. van, so that way we can do it there and then. Thirdly, what you need to tension it. Yeah. Now, to tension it, if you imagine there are lots of little squares that are within the mesh, that's what the mesh is. When you find that you've got a little ripple in one direction and you literally pull on that corner to try and straighten out that ripple, yeah. all of a sudden your squares become <laughs> oblongs and the whole thing looks horrific. Yeah. So there's a real, a real, real skill to getting these put in. And, which and is you know, good. It, and I and I applaud all the DIYers who are gonna try doing their screens, but it's gonna look like a dog's breakfast when you're done. So why not? save the misery and i always put it what's my misery value yeah you know how much misery am i willing to take and how long after i've done the job am i willing to take more misery what's the value i put on that and honestly it's cheaper to have your guys come and do it right well do you know there's the other thing which is when people then invite me to their houses having done it themselves and they go oh i didn't need you boys look at what i did okay now i'm hoping that i might be able to get a little bit of a drink and a little bit of food at this property but equally, <laughs> what I'm actually thinking inside is, oh, my word, what were you thinking? Yeah. It looks horrific. Yeah. And I have to sit there and go, I love your house. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. And I won't say to them, well done for the um, for the fly screen, because I don't mean it. So yeah. I can't say it. No. If they ask me, what do you think, then we have a real problem. Then we have a problem. At that point, I'm making a running dash for the nearest can of beer that I'm going to neck quickly before I get thrown out. Oh, man. It's the only way. Just I, and it's, it, it's, it should be the simplest job. It is not. No. It's an absolute no. horror story. I'm so never doing one no. again. So that's it. And they always go. Like, they're going to go eventually. Yeah, I mean, uh, and if you've got pets, mine, you know, I've got one that I keep uh, that I never fixed, and I yeah. keep it as a souvenir, where the dogs ran through the metal screen, yes. and it's just torn apart. Yeah, and someone said, "Are you going to replace this?" I go, "You know what? Absolutely not." Do you know we had the <laughs> best one ever, which was um, quite a long time ago now that um, we got for the kids uh, an inflatable um, bouncy okay. castle okay. 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 in yeah. the garden. And out they were playing, and we we could see them, but we would just we got into a bit of a conversation with um, oh. friends in the house, and then suddenly, Dylan came through, <laughs> literally through <laughs> both panels, and screamed, "Ruby's Ruby stuck! Quick!" Okay. I then go back through the panels. We've still got the frame there, but with the middle thing, I've gone straight the way through it to run to Ruby. She got her, her, her foot caught really oh no. high, so she would have been hanging if it had been any longer. Oh, no. And literally, we managed to get her out. such a stupid design. I hadn't noticed it. Yeah. Considering I'm health and safety trained, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So really dangerous. But anyway, we got her out in time. And then Dylan was literally crying his eyes out, going, I'm so sorry about the screen. I'm like, Dylan, you're kidding. You just saved your sister. Yeah. Don't worry about the screen. I'm absolutely over the moon you came through it. Because otherwise, yeah. literally in the yeah. five seconds, and we would have had a real problem on our hands. Yeah. So um, it was one of those, which was the happiest screen replacement you've ever seen in your life, because um, Dylan looked yeah. after his little sister. There we go. It's wonderful. So was there anything else you would uh, get people looking at for winter? No. Nah. You know what? Let it happen. Let Give it us happen. a call. We'll work it out. It'll be just fine. <laughs> if not, get an emergency contract or emergency contract, an annual contract um, that, uh, again, will, will mean that we have to be there in 90 minutes no matter what, and then you don't have to think about anything. You know, and I, I think increasingly there are people who've got 
landlords, and I, I, I talk to these people all the time. Yeah. And they're all, it, it, it's, it's a common refrain. My landlord is horrible. And, you know, he, they, I mean, I'm in a unique position. I've been in my place 22 years. Yes. The person who lives next door to me has a rider in his lease that uh, under a certain amount, you got to pay for. Yeah. There's no rider in my lease. I, uh, it's, it, so that is they, really unusual. So, well, it's because it was so long ago, yeah. they never thought about it. So it's it was, normally 500 dirhams or 1,000 is the standard. Yeah, and uh, they that, always try to, the, the repair guys always come and say, oh, the, the landlord said you, and I said, it's, no, 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 no. Yeah. The, the landlord will cover this. My landlord is just, And then well, my landlord does. My landlord covers all those things. It's but, awesome. But, good news. But, and I'm, I'm interrupting you again. Sorry, no, no, sorry, worry. But I, I also have the misery meter that I spoke about. Yes. And as much as I love the repair guys who come to do my stuff, because mm. there's a level of entertainment, and, you know, there's Dubai Bling. Forget about that Netflix show. We should just do Dubai Maintenance Netflix. <sighs> so there's a level of entertainment that comes when they have to come three, four, five times to do any job. Yeah, so how much do you value your own time waiting there for right. these people to come? And so the misery meter, I'll, there will come a point where on some jobs, I'm willing to wait. Yeah. And on other jobs, and, and there's no rhyme or reason to which, which ones those are. Usually anything to do with plumbing. Yes. I just call you guys directly. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what? I don't, I, it's, I'll pay. I don't mind. Mm. I, I, it's the misery meter. I don't want to have to have four visits and I'm going to have my plumbing out of the out of whack. And then when they do it, it's still not going to be good. And, and the last time this happened, it's when they told me, yeah, we can't replace that valve. So just, yeah. just keep it here. It's not leaking. It'll be okay. Lovely. And I went, no. <laughs> I, I had one of these replaced in another room two years ago mm-hmm. by your guys. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going, no, no, it's replaceable. No, no, they don't make this size. I'm going, oh, yes, they do. Have a look <laughs> at this one. It's, it's a rack. It's made in rack. It's high pressure. It says on the thing, rack. Like, of course they make them. Oh, no, they don't make them anymore, sir. It is a classic, isn't it? Yeah, we'll just have the other guys come. The misery mm. meter is the misery meter's popping. Like, you know, it's... it's. Well, my misery meter <laughs> is kind of an odd one um, because obviously you'd have thought that I would be top of the list. I'm not. I'm bottom of the list. <laughs> well, it's because you've got the paying customers. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So for us, unless it is an emergency there or then, yeah. I'm normally at three weeks in advance because it has to be a slot yeah. that basically we can't fill and we normally run at 100% capacity so at that point if you imagine i've got natalie who will love to have a little bit of a moan if anything is wrong i'm not just talking <laughs> maintenance but she has a subject matter that's going to go on for three weeks uh, at minimum I, just a quick quick break here natalie's down to the last three walking deads by the way i know she's a walking dead fan I have no clue. We don't talk about Would you check check in on that? Because I'm curious what she's thinking about how it's getting to the end because uh, classic Negan one many, many moons ago, but instantly I thought of, I thought of, I thought of Right, okay. I will try and ask the question. The classic Negan move was he's talking to, he's talking to his arch enemy and she's sitting there and they're talking and she goes, if you could do anything different, what would you do? And he looks at her and goes, I'd kill (laughs) y'all. Jeez. Don't give her ideas, to be fair. You know? So I'm just wondering where she is on the last three episodes. So check in. Okay, back to what you're talking about, which was uh, landlords and ah, repairing yes. things. And what do so, I do when my landlord won't fix stuff? Yes. So there was a decision to make. I haven't got a nice solution to this. And I realize I wrote this, but I, there is no <laughs> nice solution. The, the actual reality is that you have a, a very simple decision to make. Yeah. Can I live with it? Yep. Can I not live with it? Mm-hmm. Okay. If, and, you, if you can't live with it, then at that point, if you know your landlord is a very difficult person to deal there with. There are a lot of those, unfortunately. Yeah. 
globally. Yes. Then the next decision is, okay, so I'm going to have to get it fixed. I know I want to get it fixed for the minimum amount of money possible. Yeah. But is my time worth the hassle that's involved with that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. At that point, that's normally a process that takes quite a while for people to get through. Yeah. And normally they go, it's not going to be that bad. And so I'll go for the cheapest possible option. And you've got your pay salary coming in and t- yeah. the cycle of the month that you're in. And you yeah. know, do I have school fees to pay? Do I have my, my insurance for my car? But if you imagine, Christmas. we have this, that yeah. same scenario. So yeah. we totally get it. Yeah. But people have to go often through the pain of going for the cheapest possible option to realize that actually the fact that we turn up on time, we warranty what we do, yeah. and we actually genuinely care you go, has a value. You go the cheapest possible option, and then you end up paying more. So if you'd gone for the, 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 the correct way to do it yes. in the first place, which would have costed you a little more off the bat, you would have saved money. Yeah. And misery which has a price. And warranty for the next oh, warranty. year. warranty. I mean, that's a big one. And it's normally that people have come through that process. Now, equally, the odd thing is that landlords go through that process as well. Absolutely. And now we're getting more and more landlords whose priorities are, I have a great tenant, I want to keep that tenant. Yeah. So therefore, if I put a contract in with you guys at Essential Maintenance, I know I'm keeping them happy, so I know I'll retain them. Yeah. And this wasn't something that was going around a few years back. It's new. And it is wonderful from our perspective because, and but from then we have a, a, a dual responsibility, not just to a tenant, but to a landlord as well yeah. to help retain that tenant for him. And so we're, we're putting a lot of work into essential right now to make sure that the service is as good as it possibly can be uh, going forward, which is really important. I think that's the way to do it. Landlords should just get the essential maintenance contract, be done with it. And it's, it's good. It's good to go. Yeah. Everyone's happy because if you're, you know, something breaks and you're, and the tenant can get in touch and say, okay, we need this. And it's like, it's done. They're on their way. Yep. That but tenant is going to be not moving. Yeah, it's good. It works really, really well. And um, I've got to say, I know this sounds a little bit like a sales pitch, but um, if you have a property where you do have a bit of margin on it, uh, you know, people these days have yeah, yeah. mortgages that are, are murdering them and I get it. And so they're, they're yeah. literally minimizing their loss. Well, you can't afford to, to put more into it in that scenario. But if you are in a situation where high value property and uh, you've got a tent that's paying a decent rent and you're making decent money on it, it's an utter no-brainer to yeah. get a, a decent annual maintenance contract with us or somebody else. There we go. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Walk, really, really quickly walking through Carrefour and other places, they're getting out all the uh, the cleaners and something I'd never seen. Cratcher, Karcher, Karcher mm. makes a vacuum cleaner now. Yes, I know. They always have. But they've made, they've made one that's like a Dyson. Yes, I've seen. I'd never seen this before. The one that you really want, which we saw in development, you know, we know the Karcher yeah. marketing guys. Yeah, is the the one which has a lint roller on the bottom of it. That's what I saw. Yeah, I know. Well, that was three, four years ago that we were doing the development with that in yeah. Karcher headquarters. Yeah, and it is. I mean, practically speaking, it's utterly incredible. It works so so well. Wow. But then you think about a lint roller and how soon that would get linted up. Yeah. Right. Now put it on your floor. Yeah. <laughs> Right? And, and I've got I've got a Labrador. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I know, but it works really, really <laughs> okay. well. But then, and out. they have a very quick method of being able to okay. get the the new the lint stuff All off right. it. So I saw it's just how often we'd have to do yeah. an hour. I saw these, and I just went, "This is cool. This yeah. is cool." But all you know, the you know the uh, spinnies met spinnies yesterday. Yep, all the Christmas stuff is out. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we've had an argument in our office. Did you know there is a Philippine tradition? that Christmas starts on the 1st of September and finishes on the 1st of February. (laughs) 
No. I literally walked in. The tree no. was up. They were starting to act decorate it. And I'm literally, no, stop. So we had to negotiate because we, we are. We're a British-Filipino yeah, partnership. Yeah, and that's yeah, how we, we, yeah. we feel we are. So we're 12 days before, 12 days after Christmas Day. Yeah. They are, God, what, full five months, whatever ridiculous scenario it is. Oh, yeah. Well, so what I've agreed is 1st of December. Uh, so well, Spinney's is already off. fully up. And I'm, I'm not talking just fully up. We're talking, you need your nog, they've got it. You need your chestnuts, they, you got it. You Oh, you want to buy your advent calendars? They're all there. Oh, that's an interesting one. Everything is up. So, and, and I was walking, so we're walking through with the wife yesterday. We're just getting some, you know, some, a couple of, oh, what would you call it? Bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. And, and, and I said, I looked around, and I said, you know, honestly, this is, I think we're back, we're back like 2010. If you see something you need, buy it now. Because yeah. if you see it, I'm pretty sure that Spinney's will not be restocking any of this stuff. Do you know, Spinney's, um, I've actually cried in Spinney's, and I don't mind saying it, which is a, which is a really amazing thing. Spinney's are the only people that actually cater their advent calendars to kids who yeah. have got allergy issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to find Dylan a really lovely advent calendar, as you well know, he's got all sorts of issues. Yeah. And, um, and it's only Spinney's that did it. Okay. And it makes a massive difference to our family. So Spinney's... Yeah, in fact, I keep meaning to post about this, but if Spinneys are, for any reason, listening to our podcast, a massive, massive thank you from our family. Well, there you go. Means the absolute I'm, world. I'm sure they do. I mean, I, I, I say that, you know, tongue-in-cheek, but I'm, I'm sure they do, that the number of folks who are listening are tuning so. in. So, and, uh, Absolutely awesome. But you know, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, I'll make a note of this, and I'll, I'll, next time I go through, wonderful lady at our Spinneys in Murdiff, So, ah. and her name is Layla. And Layla is the man- is one of the store managers. Layla is oh. this wonderful Emirati woman who went up the ranks because when, you know, probably 2005, she yeah. was a teller, just working like everyone else. And I remember that day because it was kind of like, well, this is unusual to have an Emirati woman yes. at the cash. Of course. And so we, you know, we got to know, e- know each other, you know, just through Spinney's visits. Yep. But today she's a manager and it's, and, you know, and I'll go in and it's like, where's Layla? Oh, she's, she'll be back later. And I'll, she'll see me walk in. Sir, how are you doing? It's great to see you. Oh, that's lovely. So uh, I will mention that we had Dude, some kind words amazing. for, for the, those guys. You know what? I think we've, I think we've run out of time once again. And we've gone through and nicely gone through the list. So. Gee whiz. That never yeah, happens. That, wonderful work. Because usually I pull the list together. Then I sent you a note. I said, what's going on in the shop? What do you want to talk about? And you sent me a, a lovely list. Well, it works. Yeah. Good news. And remember that concept of flow, people. It will help <laughs> flow, you in your lives. Flow flow and think about your misery meter how much misery are you willing yeah. to take before you're just going to have to pay more anyway can i use that misery meter within our communication that's genius <laughs> yes, yeah misery oh, meter. that's yours the misery Thank meter you. we'll use yeah, it yeah excellent i'll send it <laughs> colin thomas essential maintenance and we will fix it dubai here in the podcast studio at the rove hotel my name is james pikeaway this is the we will fix it podcast we'll do it all again real soon thank you very much see you